Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello, I'm Geoff Lacey. And I'm Claire Venice. We're sampling a new menu. And looking at the night sky in this week's Peapod. If you love Petersfield... I love the square. The hangers. The open-air swimming pool. Lots of fun shops. Then the Peapod loves you. It's just a nice town. Everything Petersfield is in the Peapod with Claire Venice and Geoff Lacey. Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. The much-anticipated new Annie Jones restaurant has just opened on Lavent Street. We find out all about what this new incarnation of the restaurant has on offer from owner Dom Humphreys and chef Andy. And Annie Jones herself tells the story of how the original restaurant began. We'll also take a trip to Merritt's Meadow and look to the night sky with our monthly edition of Skywatch. The P stands for Petersfield. I can't believe that we live in such a idyllic place. The Peapod. Hello, Claire. How are you? Hi, Geoff. To coin a phrase that you use, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm going to say this politely. I am worn out. Mm. I feel a physical and mental wreck. Oh. Loads going on. It's all good stuff. But it's just tiring. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the Peapod weekly. We're um, rehearsing twice a week and getting ready for Canterbury Tales. My youngest has started looking at universities and we're recording this on the Saturday. Yesterday on the Friday, we did a return trip to Exeter to look at the university there. Lovely. But a Friday afternoon at the end of a half term, the journey home wasn't as lovely. <laughs> I've had to work this morning which was then late coming away because we had a few issues with some water. And it's warm and I'm not sleeping very well. Oh. There we go. Oh, dear. How about yourself? I think we'll stop now. (laughs) (laughs) Go and have a lie down. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think... I think there's something about May that maybe just has exhausted everybody this start this year, but I'm I'm shattered too, actually. Feel just a bit wiped out. It's been a good month, you know, we've had a lot of fun this month. And yep. last weekend's uh, spring festivities was great fun, but oh my goodness. How was the greenhouse received? Really well, actually. You know, I think it's such it's such a gorgeous greenhouse that I think you couldn't fail to miss it if you're walking in the square. So um, we had lots of people come and chat to us about it and hopefully, you know, the other people who exhibited in it had the opportunity to chat as well and sort of spread the word about what they're doing. But yet it was a really well-attended festivities. Mm. Helped by the weather, definitely. Helped by the weather. Yeah. Yeah, so we we recorded last week's Peapod on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. We got down there about half seven. I popped home for an hour and was there from one o'clock till quarter to midnight. (laughs) on the Sunday on the Sunday Sunday. yeah yeah that was kind of like me on the Monday although it was an earlier start and (laughs) and an earlier coming home I literally got home and I sat I couldn't get out of the car (laughs) sat on the driveway (laughs) around 10 minutes I'm going to sleep there it was like I was we were so worn out after our trip to Exeter yesterday it was I'm just going to sleep on the sofa. I could have started crying. Then I thought, no, I've got to get up and go, go to, to bed like normal people. <laughs> go to bed, yeah. So that's what I did. But yeah. But there we go. We'll we'll get through it. Yeah. But I think I think through. the weather's taken such a long time to get like this. You know, we've it's been wet. It's been real. We've been begging for this weather, and now it's hit us. I don't think we're ready for it in the end. But it's still cold. Do you find it still cold in the morning and evening? A little chilly in the mornings. Yeah, and yes, you're absolutely right. It is a bit chilly still. You've got to watch your tomato plants if they're oh, out. Oh, okay. Because, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
We're recording this on Saturday. We popped along to the opening of the new Annie Jones, as I said to Dom, Annie Jones 2023. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've seen many of, of, as you say, the incarnations of it. And it was um, on my Facebook memory page for this time last year. We'd actually spent <laughs> six hours in Annie Jones' garden following the sun because it was the Platinum Jubilee weekend. Of so, course. Uh, yes, and it's great that we've got the opportunity to be able to do that again. And Dom's done a fantastic job. The menu, which you'll hear from Andy later on. Andy tells us his favourite, but they do mussels and chips. Mm. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's such a great location, and I think it's been missed by so many people in this Very town. Nice, you know, I really, it's such a lovely place. When you think about going out in the summer for a drink or a quick bite to eat, or just to chill out, you know, for the rest of the evening yes. there, it's, it, that's the location that I think a lot of people think of. It's got that beautiful garden out the back, hasn't it? So, oh, yes. um, yeah, brilliant that it's reopened again, and congratulations uh, to, to Dom and the team. I, very much so. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going there very, very soon. To, to, to partake in the food and the drink. Me too. <laughs> so, Claire, we've got the monthly sky, night sky. Yes. Jeff Burt. Jeff Burt. Writes our monthly sky watch. Yes. Does a brilliant job. It's absolutely fascinating reading what he writes yeah. every month. Are and you learning new things? I am. I get the chance to read it and, and I am learning new things. It's brilliant. He talks about the different moons. This moon is known in June as the strawberry moon. It's the time when strawberries are ripe and the moon is lower. So it, it tends to be a bit redder, according to, uh, okay. to what Jeff we says. Had, we had such great fun, didn't we? at um, the observatory at Clanfield, and we learned so much there. So to be able to get an up-to-date news, I think, is, is brilliant. Yes, but particularly to our area as well is brilliant. No, Jeff does a great job. Um, so, yeah, have, hope you enjoy listening to, to this month's Skywatch. It's definitely worth um, having a listen to and just seeing what you can see out there. Well, we would love to hear from you. So if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, you can call or WhatsApp us on 01730 or you can send an email to team at shineradio.uk. Coming up, we meet the real Annie Jones. But first, let's find out what this newly opened Lavent Street restaurant has in store from owner Dom Humphreys. The P stands for Petersfield. It's a lovely area, lovely people, lovely atmosphere. The Peapod. Right, I'm stood outside the newly reopened Annie Jones with, with Dom Humphreys. Dom. First of all, congratulations. Isn't it nice to be open? Hello. Um, yes, thank you very much. So, first question, why? You run the townhouse. What, what attracted you to relaunching Annie Jones? Well, running the townhouse, it's a city centre pub, having run businesses selling alcohol uh, in the town for nigh on, I think, 13 years? 2010, anyway. Um, Annie Jones was my bolt hole. Annie Jones was the place that I went to where I could hide in the corner and be anonymous, which is what pubs and bars and restaurants are for. Um, and not, you know, I can't, I can't go into the other places in town. I definitely can't drink in the, in the townhouse because everyone knows me and says, Hi, Tom, how are you? And what I don't get to is to be anonymous. So I've just ruined my social life by taking over and renovating Annie Jones. I now have to go elsewhere. So if anyone's got any recommendations of fantastic pubs and restaurants outside of town, um, I'd love to hear them. Um, but the, the, the real reason is it's an institution. It's been here 33 years. Annie Jones herself opened the place back up tonight. Um, absolutely fantastic to see her. She brought her family. I've heard some brilliant stories about the history of the building and, and the things that they went through, which many of you 
listeners will probably understand and remember bringing in their own bottle and them selling dried flowers in the top to get around some licensing laws and those sorts of things. Brilliant stories and it's lovely to hear the history of the building and that the name carries on. Yes, yeah, so as you said, many listeners would have come here when it first opened all those years ago and been through the many incarnations that we've seen. What will they notice different about this Annie Jones? So Annie Jones has gone back to its roots. I mean, it's a small classic French menu. It's, 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 it's all about the wine. It's all about the service. It's a garden bar. I mean, it looks beautiful and it's nice to be sat outside. But inside, we've done a few things like change the roof substrate. So uh, the temperature should be better for a longer time of the year. There's now a heat source pump, so it's going to be cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter. Um, but we just it's all about people sat around people watching sat in that space i mean that alleyway you know you, you don't know what you're coming into for the first time you walk down this oh, it's a brick alleyway and you open up into the vine and, and and the open air it's lovely yeah annie jones's garden historically has been known as the place to go when it's hot you can move from one part of the garden to the other that's retained is it Yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it's still a, a, a fluid motion all the way through. The only change that people will notice, and a few people have lamented it, is that the pond and the koi have gone. Now, that's purely because the, the pond liner needed changing. By the time we changed all that, I decided to rehome them. So they've, they're, they're safe. They've gone to a, a, a lady's rather large lake in Steep. Um, I've had photos of them in situ. They're all healthy. Um, but you'd be surprised how big some of them were. So I think it's for the best. So to get Annie Jones reopened, what have you had to do? Um, some reasonable amounts of work. And, and, and the thing with any refurbishment of any building is you make it yours. So not only things like changing the roof and, and, and installing the, the heating and the, the, the cooling, but there's some, some forward-thinking things about power so that we can look at solar power in the future and, and, and become carbon neutral like the townhouse almost is. Um, so not only has it been redecorated some, some of the infrastructure behind it has been upgraded to bring it into the 21st century and what's your hopes for Annie Jones? Um, for me to have a nice place to visit I, you know um, the, 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 the landlord that I always admired in this town a lot of re, um, listeners will, will remember is Jerry Hicks um, he welcomed me to the town on my first day running, a, uh, running the red line um, and he was the sort of person who'd come in and fill a room and be part of it and and that's the position I'd like to I'd, I'd like to fill in 10 years time when I'm sort of like that and where are you going to spend most of the time the townhouse or Annie Jones both both they're both my babies I mean the townhouse I, I renovating this for the last five months I haven't worked a shift I'm itching to get back behind the bar and see my regulars in there and pour them a drink and have the chat that I miss that's what I do for a living um, but I've got fantastic teams in both of them really hard working teams some cracking people um, and, and part of the fun will be overseeing the two of them it's going to be a challenge but that's what I like doing Dom all the very best thank you very much the Annie Jones restaurant started as a small restaurant offering modern English food and has grown over the years into a tapas bar with a bohemian outdoor space. Shine Radio's Anne Marden met with the restaurant's namesake, Annie Jones. Hi, so I'm here at Annie Jones with the original Annie Jones and um, so excited to meet you. So first of all, would you like to explain to our listeners how this all came about and how did you um how did the restaurant get named after you well my husband it was a little sweet shop and my husband and i had run a pub so we thought we'd leave there and go into restaurant business we're really green so we bought it and turned it into annie jones restaurant which is my name oh wonderful and we sort of vaguely uh, named it after a 
lovely restaurant we used to go to in London called Maggie Jones. Ah, so you already knew a Maggie Jones restaurant, yes. but then you just twisted it to match your yes. name. Fantastic. Yes. And how long ago was this, Annie? 33 years ago. Wow. And how have things changed since then? Uh, enormously. I mean, we just had one room and an outside toilet, and I'm just trying to work out now where the toilet was. Um, but they've done so much. We had it for 13 years. The next people had it for 20 years, and they did so much to it, you know, improved it enormously. And they left, and now Dom has taken it over, and it's lovely. And, and how are you finding the opening day so far? Really exciting. I'm so chuffed to be asked to cut the ribbon. And I believe that's about to happen in a minute, so yes, I, I will so. leave I, I will leave you to it. Oh, How exciting. But thank you so much for your time, Annie. Pleasure. Pleasure. It's been lovely talking to you. The P stands for Petersfield. I think it's an amazing place to live. The Peapod. Coming up, wildflowers, dark skies and our What's On guide. But first, back over to Joff. I am now back outside Annie Jones with Andy. Andy, tell us what you do in Annie Jones. Hi, I'm the head chef. Um, I cook. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. So, Andy, what is on your menu? Uh, right, so we've gone for a simple French bistro-style menu. Uh, Mouve Marinière is probably one of our biggest ones. Simple cheese board, but we kept it local as well. We've got pigeon on there. We've got trout and papillotes. Good old-fashioned tartare citron. Uh, <laughs> chocolate marquee as well. I'm slowly starting to forget my own menu, so I'm terrible at things like this. Um, so it's, it's a broad spectrum of things. Uh, what we do, though, is we prize our local ingredients. So my mussels come from Portsmouth. My meat comes from Morgan's Next Door. The lamb comes from Butser Hill from Morgan's Next Door. So that's, that's really how we do it. I mean, it's a good, simple selection of what I feel we do best, and I hope it actually does justice to Annie Jones's name. Yes, so the the, the original Annie Jones yeah. is here. Has she commented on the menu? She had a little glance at the menu and she looked happy. I mean, I've been busy beavering away in the kitchen, so I haven't really had a chance to actually go out and say hello to anyone or anything like that, but that's part of the job. But you, you've been a local chef around the town for a while now, is yes. that right? Yes, I have. So I've been a chef for about 16 years. I've done bits and pieces in Peacefield and further afield as well. I'm originally from Lippock as well, so I did a bit of a stint down there. Uh, that um but yeah it's a it's a real strange circle and i used to walk my my first job was just in the square and i used to walk past here every night and it was always busy and that was when it was a tiny little restaurant as well to actually be manning the helm in that kitchen that's had so many great chefs through it is yeah it's really something special it's a huge honor yeah when you when you mention the name annie jones to anyone in petersfield it's 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 got it's got history it's got history. I'd actually say it's one of the institutions of Peacefield. Massive institution. You can't... It wasn't really Peacefield without any Jones. And that, that is... You know, it was sad the day it was, the closure was announced and actually walking past this place closed. Very much so, very much so. For someone who has spent a lot of time in Annie Jones over the years, it was a crying shame. Were you given free reign over the recipe or were you, did you have a c- committee meetings, that type of thing? Uh, Free reign over the menu. Um, I've got my very, very amazing sous chef as well. So we'll sit down, we will design the dishes together and make sure it works for the kitchen and, you know, ergonomically for the kitchen. Make sure we're using all of the ingredients. We'll then present that to Dom. Dom will go, I love that idea. 
mm, I'm not too sure, but that's mainly to give us, you know, outside eyes and what his ideas are as well. So he's the man behind this amazing restaurant. <laughs> and will there be a lot of change in the menu, or is it going to be a set menu for a while? Um, for a little while, we'll, we're going to stick to our guns just until our feet are in the door. It won't be too long, and then we're hoping to change at least monthly. Um, I'll introduce new dishes along the way as well, and you know, new ideas, and you know, just really get it going. I'm, I've got a couple in the pipeline, but I'm going to keep them to myself now. <laughs> can't wait, can't wait. And if you were to choose one thing from your menu, what would it be? I'd absolutely go for the lamb. 100% lamb rump. It is juicy it's tender it's got some lovely braised neck we've braised that down for hours and pulled it imagine like pulled pork but lamb cooked in this beautiful rich gravy a potato terrine spring onions samphire broad beans and it just shines on the plate it's an absolutely gorgeous dish and then for afters obviously a cheese ball andy thank you very much for joining us on the peabod good luck and i hope it goes really well thank you very much have a good evening i hope you enjoy the Peapod Events Guide. What's on in the Petersphere? Gallery number 30 has a paint and sip night on Thursday the 8th of June. From 7 until 9pm, take part in a relaxed evening of painting and learn a new skill whilst enjoying a drink and delicious cakes. Tickets are £26 per person. It's the Great British Skinny Dip at the Open Air Pool on Friday the 9th of June. From 7 until 9pm, you too can enjoy the sensation of swimming without a wet costume to bother about. Tickets are £9 per person. Mascombe Valley Music Festival takes place on Saturday the 10th of June from 3pm until 11. This event at the Barely Estate costs £15 to attend with music, drink and food for all. If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can listen to a new episode of The Drinking Programme with Phil and Max. Join these two wine enthusiasts as they celebrate all things quaffable. To listen to The Drinking Programme and more, go to shineradio.uk, bringing you also a great mix of music and local information. If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk. Shine Radio's Stephen Martin takes a trip to Merritt's Meadow in Petersfield, where he meets Susan Hines, who tells him more about this special green space. Petersfield Shine Radio, can you hear the bird song? That means one thing. It means we are in the Merritt's Meadow Nature Reserve, and Susan Hines is with me. Hello, Susan. Hello, Stephen. Lovely to be back here. Well, on this beautiful day. Now, there's quite a lot of things changing here. Not only uh, plants growing fairly rapidly in this weather, but uh, you're extending the path as well. We are indeed. We're trying to make it, in a way, more scenic, if you like, uh, carrying on by the water, by the little babbling brook, the Tilmore Brook, and just gradually uh, making that a little bit more, more scenic for people coming to and fro but also trying to release and put some of the meadow or quite a lot of the meadow back for wildlife that in some ways they're our prime priority the insects the birds the mammals that we have quite a few already here we're just about to put up some information boards and a bench in the meadow and we're very thankful that Churchill's College came last year to do some of the footpath and they are going to go on and extend in a couple of days' time. 
And Sue, people who walk their dogs here, it's a very popular spot. Yes. And others, of course, through the winter were surprised to see it cut back really quite aggressively. Yes. Why is that? Yes, that, that was cut back aggressively to give a chance for the wildflowers and some native species to have a chance to get back, which they couldn't do when it was covered completely with nettles and brambles. So the nettles are coming back again and there are plenty of them for the bees and the butterflies and caterpillars. But also we've given way for the mallow, the comfrey to grow and different grasses and we're seeing more buttercups and along the riverbank there are even a couple of primroses and I was going to say wild garlic but I think I've been told it looks like wild garlic but maybe it's mustard garlic or some other sort of garlic. I'm not an expert. So when it comes to nature it's more than just leaving it to nature? Yeah, well, in a way it is. It, it's actually, it, it, it's giving back to nature what had been unmanaged totally and had been very aggressive and taken over. And what are you hoping to see here in the next, say, three to five years as you move through several cycles? Yeah, in three to five years where, where we expect to see uh, the meadow really restored properly to the meadow. Not necessarily with wildflowers. This is a difficult meadow because it's neither a wet meadow totally or a, or a wildflower meadow uh, because it gets so wet in the winter months and so on. But we're trying to make sure that indigenous plants, plants that like this sort of soil, have a chance and if they're there then the bugs are there and the caterpillars are there. And some of the paths that are foot trodden and bike trodden and that are really going in all sorts of different ways we hope they will become less used i hope people are listening to this and that they will go on the path the permissive path because it is a permissive path i hope they will go on the permissive path that we're laying out for them and the signboards will give indication of that and I hope people will rest on the bench and they will listen and see things. And so you talked about the plants and the flowers here as being native. Yes. Are you planting here consciously or are you just waiting for things to spring up? <laughs> we did try a patch of about uh, two metres by one metre and we worked very hard at getting the nettles and brambles from there. Then we ordered some plant plugs that we were given advice on, that were good, but it didn't work. So whether we'll try again I'm not sure so for the moment we're leaving it for another year this is the first year we've seen a big change and then you were talking about three or five years I'm sure in time we will see more change and with people's help community who come to and throw we're always needing volunteers we're needing a couple more trustees maybe and we get it we've got wonderful experts who give us the uh, uh, important information that we don't know about so so come down here and enjoy it get involved but don't just throw wildflower seeds randomly around no not necessarily <laughs> at all no no <laughs> so lovely to speak to you and uh, well done for all the work you're doing to bring this meadow back oh, to a beautiful you. sensation for it, all our eyes and ears it's a privilege to be part of it it's one of the green lungs of petersfield i think isn't it um, and uh, if you haven't been to it the nature reserve at Merritt's meadow is between tilmore and the top of north road you can also get to it through uh, Merritt's meadow yes. Itself. path. Yes, that's right. Thanks again. Lovely to speak okay. to you. And to you on this beautiful morning. And as we enjoy the summer skies, Skywatch is back with a look at the night sky in the Petersphere for the month of June. And there's a mysterious local connection to the summer solstice. Skywatch, your monthly guide to night sky events above Petersfield. Here's Claire Venice. 
Our town and surrounding area, otherwise known as the Petersphere, has the distinction of being located in the South Downs National Park, which is also designated an International Dark Sky Reserve. That means we don't have far to go to enjoy the wonders of the night sky, and there's always something of interest coming up every month. Skywatch shows you when and where to look. Summer starts in June, so let's begin with a question. Do the days get longer in summer? Most people might say yes, but the answer is no. The days get shorter in summer. How can that be true? The days have been getting even longer for the past six months since the shortest day of the year at the winter solstice in December. Summer officially begins on the summer solstice, the longest day of the year. So once summer begins, the days actually start getting shorter, but we won't notice much of a change just yet. The summer solstice occurs on the 21st of June, and there's a mysterious local connection. To find out what it is, we need to travel way back in time. Petersfield Heath has long been an attractive focal point for recreation in our town, but the site is of ancient significance for a very different purpose. There are some 30 Bronze Age burial mounds grouped here, dating back about 4,000 years. Recent archaeological studies of the site and surrounding landscape have revealed astronomical alignments with the summer and winter solstices, echoing the world-famous Stonehenge some 60 kilometres west on Salisbury Plain. The ancient cultures who built such sites may be lost to us in the mists of time, but we do know people were stargazing in the Petersphere at least 4,000 years ago. Meanwhile, it's strawberry time in the Northern Hemisphere. In some cultures, June's full moon, occurring on the 4th, is named after the delicious ripening fruit. The full phase appears very low in the south at this time of year, and because its light is travelling further through the atmosphere than when higher in the sky, can sometimes take on a reddish hue, truly a strawberry moon. Turning to the stars, and last month we looked at the famous plough asterism. Now, during the summer months, the night skies feature another prominent asterism, the summer triangle. The summer triangle is easy to find in the southeast now as soon as it gets dark. The vertices are marked by Altair, Vega and Deneb, the brightest stars in the constellation of Aquila the Eagle, Lyra the Harp and Cygnus the Swan. On a clear night away from light pollution, you can see what looks like a hazy band of cloud running through the triangle and arching across the sky on either side. This is the Milky Way, the vast swirling galaxy of stars that we belong to. The cloud is made of countless stars, as numerous as water droplets in a rain cloud. We'll be taking a closer look at this part of the sky during the summer. Now, the planets for June. Venus remains brilliant as the evening star, appearing in the western sky before it gets dark. The red planet Mars appears to the left of Venus throughout the month, both drawing closer together and setting by around midnight. On the 21st and 22nd, both planets will be joined low in the west by the slender, waxing crescent moon. If you're up and about really early, the giant planets Jupiter and Saturn have returned to our skies, now rising low in the east before dawn. Both will rise higher and earlier during the coming months and will be well placed in the evening skies during autumn. From the 10th to the 14th this month, the waning crescent moon will appear between the two planets. Finally, here's something unique to this time of year. June through July is noctilucent cloud season. 
Noctilucent clouds are made of ice particles at extremely high altitudes, perhaps 80 kilometers above the ground. Now and again during the season, they can appear from late evening in the northwest around to northeast before dawn. They're visible because at such altitudes they remained lit by the sun while the ground below is in darkness. The name means night shining and once you see them, you won't forget their ethereal silvery appearance. That's all for this month, but there'll be plenty more to look out for as we progress through the year. Until then, clear skies and happy stargazing. Shine Radio Skywatch is written by Jeff Burt and read from under the dark skies of Langrish by Claire Venice. Hear all our dark sky guides at shineradio.uk. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us. Thanks also to our guests, Dom Humphreys, Annie Jones, Anne Marden, Andy the Chef, Stephen Martin, Susan Hines, Jeff Pert, our editor, M. Sefton-Smith, and of course, the Shine Rodeo team. So from Joff and I this week... Claire, before we go, by the time we record our next Peapod, we will be joining in with the Skinny Dip on the 9th of June. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You say joining in. (laughs) Watching from the sidelines fully clothed, I think, Geoff Lacey. So on that bombshell, bye! bye. (laughs) What was the rival to the VHS video format? Which author predicted the Apollo moon landing? Who became the youngest winner of the Wimbledon men's singles title? Petersfield's Shine Radio with Ian Crossman. I have quiz questions on all sorts of topics for you to test your general knowledge and see if you can score the magical five out of five. The Brighter Minds Quiz is proudly supported by Church's College. Every Saturday and Sunday night from nine. Petersfield's Shine Radio.